Thanks for joining me on episode 1,225 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Daniel C. and I'm passionate about helping busy people make space in the whirlwind of life by shifting the way they live and work. And in a post-COVID world, that involves rethinking and redesigning our digital habits. I challenge you to invest in yourself, in others, and in our world by using your time, your talents, and your treasure to live out your calling. Having the ability to use technology well without letting it take over your life is so important, and one way to be inspired to do this is to listen to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with my friend Scott Matterer. For all of these internal doubts and worries, they won't think because you can see the flaws in the drawing that you do, they will see those flaws as well. And yet the truth is, most of the time, they aren't able to because they don't have the skill, the ability, the insider knowledge that you do. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's episode about investing in others through stewarding your treasures, I talk with you about how we often undervalue our skills. I share why we often ignore what our skills are really worth to others. And I also share some ways you can re-level the value that you have to others. As we talk about stewarding your treasures, wouldn't it be great if you could support this podcast and do it without costing yourself an extra dime? Turns out you can't. All you have to do is use inspiredstewardship.com slash Amazon when you're ready to make a purchase via Amazon, and a small commission will come back to support the show. If you enjoy the show when you're ready to buy from Amazon, just use inspiredstewardship.com slash Amazon. Whether you're a creative person, somebody who sells your work like woodwork or art or other things, whether you're a self-employed coach or freelancer, a writer, whether you're somebody who is an employee who works for someone else, whatever it is we do or try to do, we often have a, a tendency to say, we're good at this. This is something I'm good at. And that there are a lot of people that I cannot do that can't do what I do. And yet at the same time, we have this voice in our head saying, who would pay for this? Nobody would pay for this skill. Nobody would pay for me to write or me to draw or me to coach or for me to help you or for me to do this or that or this other thing, whether it's an Excel spreadsheet or whether it's simply being able to do something that others don't do. I actually saw this product the other day where what they actually do is put a little saying and a picture and they print it on a potato and ship it to somebody as a gag gift. That's an idea that somebody had and it's a skill that somebody has. They figured out how to do this, how to print these things on the potato in a way that works. But 
we take our skills and our ideas for granted. We tend to think that something that I can do is not something that others would actually pay for. It's not something that others actually value. Whether it's a practical gifting or a practical skill, or whether it's something silly, some example, one thing that I can't do or can do that others can't, like putting a picture on a potato. We tend to undervalue our ideas and our skills and our abilities way more than others would. We take it for granted that this is something that I can do. So one of the things we ought to do is step outside of this and look at the skills from a different point of view. Look at them from an outsider's point of view. How much time and energy have you invested in getting good at this particular skill? What is it about this skill that provides value or entertainment? Basically, at the end of the day, most people pay for two things, increasing fun or pleasure or decreasing pain. In what way does this skill or this idea solve a problem for somebody or reduce pain or bring pleasure to them? And then recognize that even though you wouldn't pay for you to do this skill, that's in part because you're able to do the skill. I would never pay for somebody else to do this, and yet that's because you can do it. For you, it's easy. But for others, maybe it isn't. Maybe it's something that they can't do. And then what's more, we actually have to recognize that a lot of times what keeps us from being able to share what we can do is we have imposter syndrome. We have fears about our own skills. We believe that others will know the problems we have or maybe that we're not as good as we think we are or all of these internal doubts and worries. They won't think because you can see the flaws in the drawing that you do. They will see those flaws as well. And yet the truth is, most of the time, they aren't able to because they don't have the skill, the ability, the insider knowledge that you do. And so you can step back and you begin to ask yourself some questions to re-level what you truly can value your skills for. How long have you been practicing that skill? How long have you been working on that skill? How long have you been studying it and doing it? And then ask yourself, why is it that you feel uncomfortable charging for this? What is it about this that makes you uncomfortable? And start thinking about who in the world has that problem that you can solve where your skill overlaps their problem. And therefore, you would provide value to them that they would be delighted to pay you money. Begin to think about what would it be worth for them to solve this problem in the way that you can solve it? What would it be worth for you to actually either bring them that pleasure or reduce that pain for them? What would it save them in terms of time or effort or stress or energy or worry or what? fun or energy would it bring to their life in a positive way? And that means that there's value there. And value means that this is something you could, if you choose to, actually turn into a business and charge for. And I say that not because you should or have to charge everyone for everything you do. 
but just to recognize that often we devalue ourselves, we devalue our own ideas, we devalue our own skills and our own worth. And in doing that, that's part of what leads to this idea that I talked about yesterday of self-sabotage. Because we don't value ourselves, because we don't value what we can do, we begin to say that it's worth less, and that begins that process of self-sabotage. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you like this episode on the stewardship of treasures, you can sign up for our treasures tips by going to inspiredstewardship.com slash treasures or text in the U.S. 44222 treasures tips. And we'll send you five weeks of our best tips on stewarding your treasures. Until next time, invest your time your talent, and your treasures. Develop your influence and impact the world.